Welcome back to Check Please, the D&D podcast. Previously, the party arrived in the Merry Valley and spoke with the great gold dragon Zell. There he revealed the true nature of Marcus to be a creature called a lost soul. Bearer and Soul had a falling out, and now the party needs to pull themselves together to continue their quest. Alright, before we get too, too terribly far into the game today, since it has been like three weeks, and we had a session that was burned and lost due to my own stupidity, that we're going to be redoing partially tonight, and then we're going to go beyond that as well. I figured this would be a good opportunity for a recap, since yes, uh, you please. know we may or may <clears throat> not remember precisely where we were at this juncture. So I will happily all give right. that to you all. So last time you guys got to the Merry Valley, after traveling quite a bit, you arrived, you went to the small town of Clay Hill, you ended up going over to Zell Narifkev's tower, Marcus went inside, talked to Zell, got kicked out. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of Zell's sons came out and uh, told you guys to fuck <clears throat> off, basically. Yeet! Uh, you guys basically begged him to change his mind. He relented, and Zell came outside the tower, had a conversation with all of you, revealed the nature of what Marcus Two of you. is. That's true. Not many people actually talk to Zell. Well, we were also talking in Dragonic, too. Oh, also, well... And Vera kind of... Vera, Karis, and Lavette all left. Well, you did first. Yes. Lavette well, and Karis saw a thing that you didn't see, right, though, remember? Right, right. So, oh, yeah, so, so Vera got into an argument with Sol. Vera got slapped and is like, fuck this, and goes back to Clay Hill. After that, Zell revealed the nature of what Marcus is, which freaked the shit out of Karis and caused her to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Lavette quickly followed. Then there was a conversation between Sol and Zell about the nature of what their destiny was as far as like the protectorship, which was only like a partial answer that was not satisfying to Sol. No! It's not! And at that point, the last thing, the very last thing that happened was that Zell explained that the, the <clears throat> memories that Marcus had were the remnants of the soul he consumed. So that his, basically the, the life he remembers is not his own, it's the, the memories of his last meal. Which is really creepy. Yeah. As a player, I'm terrified. As soul... They don't understand completely. It'd be like eating a burger and then remembering the farmer. That you mean, you. no, the cow. You'd be remembering the cow. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you'd, but you'd remember the farmer that brought you into the world, how, how happy you were. And then that same farmer bringing you to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Vegetarians for days around here now. And that's every lunch. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so that, that roughly if, catches us up to where we were. So it's me and Marcus... With yeah. Zell currently. Correct. The The stage is outside Zell Narifkev's fortress, stronghold, castle, tower thing. And it's Zell standing there. It's Sol and Marcus. They're kind of talking to Zell. <clears throat> and then you've got Levette and Karis heading back to Clay Hill. And then Vera is already back at Clay Hill doing whatever it is Vera's doing. Is she so just at Clay Hill? Uh, she, she's looking around for uh, Ginger and stuff. <clears throat> oh, for Karis. Okay. Yeah, right. <clears throat> okay. So I'm with Marcus and I'm kind of like kind of mother bear hunched over a little bit, kind of got my arms around him slightly. My baby just got injured by a dragon. <laughs> and I don't fully understand the consequences of him being a soul sucking whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. I believe that we are also told by the dragon that for Marcus to find out more information would be to go to the Deadlands. Is that correct? I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Correct, yes. Well, I think that was more just like a understanding that his memories are from the Deadlands, from, yeah. so he wants to go back to the Deadlands. Gotcha. Right, that, that's going to be Marcus's earliest memory, and uh, Garvin disappeared 400 years ago, <clears throat> so something happened up there that led to Marcus Cups High coming back. Soul's kind of making a lot of eye contact with the dragon, but they're still, like, petting Marcus's hair and stuff. It's kind of become a common thing whenever Soul's been stressed, notably. <laughs> but they look down at Marcus, and they're just, are, are you doing okay? Marcus, he is quite stressed. Yeah. Okay. Soul gives him a hug. Very stressed. Not angry. Not very stressed. I'd understand if I was told I was a soul-sucking demon. I'd be stressed, too. <laughs> Angry? I there might be a little bit of emotion in there, but he's almost at the YOLO about it. But Isn't he no. always a YOLO station? <laughs> Does he another one Apparently once, not. <laughs> apparently not. Angry at whom? Just Everything? Angry. Uh, wouldn't you? I don't know. So, Soul looks up at the dragon. Is there any way that I can save him? Make him better? This is in Draconic. <laughs> Save him. Yes? I'm, your concern makes little sense. The being Ooh. you know is not in need of saving. The being you know is in need of guidance and chaperoning. Then can I guide him to be good? Possibly. The nature of a being is rarely set in stone. So there's a chance. Zelnarifkef nods. Then I will do it. If no one else cares, then I do. He's my friend. He snorts a bit of white smoke. Not so, real, like, not really unblinking, just staring back. Not it's it's not like a threatening gesture. It's more just like a less like a huh. Like, I like still a, think most people would flinch if a oh, dragon sure, does sure. anything. No, so he's, Soul's he's, like <laughs> bucked up. He's not. <laughs> he's not attempting defined. to intimidate you. I guess is what I mean. Yeah. I feel like if you did an actual intimidation rule, I'd be fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone deserves a chance. I genuinely believe that. (sighs) And so, like, starts to get up and they put their hands down to help Marcus get up. I assume he helps himself up with me. (laughs) (laughs) He just (laughs) just, like, arms out. (laughs) Just like, okay. Cowing me. (laughs) Wait, really? No, no. Oh, okay. Because no. <laughs> Soul technically can do it. You're not very large. They can easily pick you up and carry you. I was also under the impression that halflings, those small, were very dense. I mean, Soul's well, pretty I mean, strong. Marcus is pretty dense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Soul's got like a 13 strength. I mean, that's that's not weak or average or anything. YOLO. Like, gets for a no, bard. Yeah, I was going to say... You only live once, and then you eat another person's soul, and you keep on living. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Pretty much. Soul does not skip leg day. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, so soul, soul still, like, instinctively finds this weird companionship from the dragon just because they see them both as protectors. Different species, obviously, but there's still, like, an important role that they both have. Mm-hmm. As far as Soul is kind of understanding currently, they're still very confused. <laughs> yeah, and and Zell's just kind of, he's just 
standing there sort of stoically watching the two of you. And Sol finally has Marcus up and they give probably one of the more flourished curtsies that they've done. Very much so an etiquette thing that they learned growing up. Okay. Zell will return the flourished gesture with one of his own and also do a deep bow. With his oh, mouth. that's really cool. <laughs> Thank you for everything. I do appreciate it and I'm sorry for the disruption we caused. Do not apologize to me. Simply take care of your ward. Be sure, <laughs> be sure that it does not cause any undue harm in the world. I understand. I'll try my best. And Sol leans down and gives Marcus a shoulder squeeze. And then looks down and is just like, let's go. They turn to go back up to the village. Yeah, Marcus is, has, obviously has a new purpose, but very, very bummed that, <laughs> like... Uh, Marcus knows who he is, and apparently he doesn't know who he is. <laughs> He's not actually Marcus. He's question Marcus. No, he is Garvin Shortfellow. But also question Marcus. Also question like Marcus. That. That's good. <laughs> no, All right. no he's, he, he's Quarkus. He's question Marcus. He's Quarkus. I don't know, like that one. As no, well. no, that yeah. doesn't. Mine good. was funny. That's, that's not a pun. <laughs> Yours was funny. <laughs> Did you just steal my joke? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so we're heading back up. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to skip over this. We're heading back up, and I suppose we're kind of looking for the others, because we're all kind of split up. I don't know where Vera is. I feel really shitty for slapping Vera. Okay. But instincts, you know. Vera's just probably puffy. Puffy? Like, looking for, like, uh, looking for Ginger being like, just trying to help. Just muttering to themselves. <laughs> Bitch, slap me. Bitch, I don't even remember me. why they slapped her. Uh, Vera was being too pushy. V- Vera was trying to explain that Soul didn't have to do the uh, like ritual for for their people if they didn't want to. Because oh, really? that's like, not how it sounded to Soul, though. I, I know, and I'm not saying it didn't sound that way. <laughs> That's what that's what uh, Vera was trying to trying do, trying to do and failing. And to Soul, it was just like, "What? Your family's not that good yeah. if they're not going to tell you that thing. You should probably just like fuck off with them. Cause... They don't deserve you." And Soul's like, "Uh, no one insults my family other than me, bitch." <laughs> the, the the phrase that I think got me slapped was, "What was it? If they're not going to tell you, it must not be that important." Yeah, and that oh. <laughs> It is important. We just, I literally just found out it's important, like, for the first time in my life. (laughs) Past, like, when I was little and believed in it. I mean, when Sol believed, oh, no. (laughs) I am Sol. (laughs) (laughs) Just Um, now realizing. Anyways, welcome back to my therapy session. (laughs) (laughs) As as you and Marcus are heading back to Clay Hill, we're going to uh, switch over to Karis and Levette arriving in Clay Hill. So the two of you arrive back in Clay Hill with you kind of like rushing after Karis because she's a bit longer legged than you. She gets to the harpy caravan, the big crate, and she kind of like goes up to it and like leans on it. She looks like out of sorts and out of breath and she just stands there breathing heavily, almost like she's hyperventilating. Okay. I'm probably also breathing pretty heavily because this is a a hard run for me. Not very athletic on top of being so short, but I guess I'll like wave her down. Mm-hmm. Kelly's, Kelly's wait. I'm. I don't. I don't understand. I've been traveling with that thing 
this whole time. I'm uh, a little shocked as well. Um, but I, uh, we don't have to freak out about this. Do you know what it can do? Aren't I, like, what it's capable it, of? We need we need a plan. It it can't be allowed to live. I am in complete agreement. I want to trust him, but everything we know about Marcus is not no falsity. And even if he is not in control of that, I agree. There are things that trust for me here too. But we can't let the others know. We can't scheme about this. We just need to play along for now and we will come up with a plan is more updated in his eyes. I... I don't even know if I can... if I can stay around here. It's capable of, of consuming a soul. You understand what that means, right? Yes, I do. I'll keep you and your sister safe. Carice, here, I promise you this. For now, I think we should wait and see and perhaps see if this thing can be controlled. But if he leaves this form for any reason, I'll destroy him. I'll find a way how. She kind of is like staring off in the middle distance, her hands just opening and closing as she just is out of sorts completely. Okay. Okay. We're going to be okay, Kelly's. We'll get to this. Alright. She kind of like ends up just leaning against the crate, sits down, as she sort of just like tries to process... Everything she just found out. I'll sit down next to her, kind of curled up a little bit. It has been uh, quite a week, hasn't it? I just, I just wanted to get some field experience. Yes, it feels like my body is all pretty simple too. It'll be okay. So, okay, Callie's, don't be afraid. Okay. Okay. So some time will pass then. We're lurking, lurking, <laughs> looking for anyone for our group. So. Me and Marcus are walking around looking for folks. Okay, so you return to Clay Hill, and you could either go into the town proper or to the uh, Harpy Caravan. If it's Karis, I feel like she'd go to the Harpy place, or the Harpy Caravan, so I guess that way? Okay, you head over to that direction, and as you approach, you see a big crate is there with uh, the rock perched on top of it, kind of just minding its own business, looking around. But sitting in its shadow, like, leaned up against the crate, is Karis and Lovette. So Sol sees them, and at first they instinctively go, like, into an excited wave, and then they're like, oh, wait, everyone's upset. And so it's, like, a more, like, at first enthusiastic and then, like, a little nervous, like, small wave with, like, a concerned face. Hey! Karis looks up at you, and you can, she looks a bit apprehensive. And Marcus is with me, obviously. Yeah. Thus the apprehension. She I st- she stands a up. Closer to her. Okay, Kara stands up. Well, I look like an idiot. <laughs> I'll stand up, but I'll wait a few seconds so it doesn't look like I'm just standing up because she stood up. <laughs> All right, which um, makes it look more like you're standing yeah. up because she stood up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Kara's kind of shakily says, um, "We we need to talk, but could you just st- stay your distance a little bit for now?" Sol seems a little bristly with that, and so they kind of step in front of Marcus a little bit. Kind of a protecting instinct. And they're like, yep, we can stay here. That's fine. I mean, it's not fine, is what the tone of that voice means, but they're doing it anyways. They're not thrilled. Uh-oh. Harris, are oh. you okay? <clears throat> I'm trying to be. Um, Just tell me what's going on. Let me know what you're thinking. Well... Um, 
I'm a little concerned that the cleric is, uh, in fact, a lost soul. So, I think, I think that's probably what's concerning me. The fact that uh, it eats souls. That's ominous. Um. <laughs> and, well, I'm a little concerned <laughs> over my sister. I think Where you can understand why. A soul stepped in front of you to sort of get between okay, you and Karis. Okay, just making sure. He's not going to eat your sister's soul. How do you know that? Everything you know about Marcus is actually something you know about some other thing who died a long time ago. He just needs some guidance. He's a good person. He's always been good to us. If something were to happen, if a Winterwildinches went wrong and Marcus went down and that thing came out, who's to say any of the guidance that we have given him will stay? Maybe he will just go back to being hungry. Soul kind of bites their lip because they don't actually have an answer for this. He'll just... If we keep... If we keep giving him positive reinforcement to do good things, it I'm has not, to stick, right? I think that offering not to kill this creature on this spot is in the eyes of most people quite generous. So, have that from us. But, Malchus, I'll give you this. If you leave this form you're in right now, for any reason, while I still live, I will find a way to destroy you. So long as you stay as a Marcus we know, there are no problems. I am the Marcus you know. I am the Marcus that you used to know. I am the Marcus that you will always know. Let's hope that remains too. I can just imagine, like, Marcus just kind of, like, peeking out behind soul to say that. Just kind of like, I'm me, yo. Hands between your legs is like, <laughs> no, gross. Uh, no, no, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I can see that. You're like, hmm. Hmm. Just like, hmm. The very angry kind of glaring. Through my legs? <laughs> yeah, you know, like. Like, here's Johnny. Push your, push your... <laughs> <laughs> You're push all your dead knees. to me. Pushes your knees out bowed and just be like, <laughs> Well, if you actually do do that, Soul looks very, like, unsettled and embarrassed. I thought we talked about being good, Marcus. Get out. Now. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to go slap him in the face. So, Marcus goes back. Soul looks, like, kind of more uncomfortable <laughs> from what the fuck just happened. Okay. Um, I, I understand. I owe, I owe you all my life. I, I owe it to all of you to help however I can. I just... All I ask is that when we travel, if I could just have a little bit of space away from Marcus, if if you understand. Of course. that That's fine. Right, Marcus? Of course. I mean, it's a simple request. Soul just kind of, like, why? leans back and pats his head. <laughs> My question is why? I'm not here to eat souls. I'm here to find out who I am and... Who I am is to the north. I mean, we're going the opposite direction now, but we but we need to for the good of the for Levet. <laughs> yeah, not good of the group, good of Levet. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Ouch. Whoa. You know, maybe she'll just fucking stay. 
even as a lost soul, you love me. <laughs> At least soul does. I don't know about the rest of the group at this uh, point. Don't push it. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Hey, I may be a soul-sucking <clears throat> parasite, but at least maybe I'm a you door. Shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't bring that up as much. I just, I understand that that's the way you feel, but I think that things will become a great deal more complicated now. That's all. The, uh, uh, <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'll, I'll do what I can to help. I've read quite a few books and I've had some experience with undeath. So maybe yes. my information, maybe my knowledge can benefit. You know, so these are undead creatures, then? Yes. Why does Marcus's capabilities not harm himself? Because he's enshrouded. He's nestled inside the body that he's inhabiting. It, it, he's, well, he's currently one entity, but he's not. He's he's unbound, I guess. That's the best way to, to describe it. He don't quite understand. But... Well, he's a different entity than he than he is. He's hiding or living inside right. a shell currently, and he's directing it. It's sort yes. of like, imagine it like driving <laughs> a wagon when he's safe inside it. But if I'm driving a wagon... Oh, sorry. Wrong kind of wagon. That's a wheelbarrow. Oh, Marcus. And then Sol just kind of like pats you on your head and then starts to look around. Where's Vera? They look guilty. <laughs> Kara sh- sort of like shrugs. I haven't seen her. First of all, uh, should I roll to see if I find any? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a, a survival check, please. <laughs> 15? Yeah, yeah. You're able to find some ginger. <laughs> yeah. Yay! All right, so w- once I find the ginger, I'll make my way to uh, find Karis. Okay. So you were able to find that in the, in the time it took all the other conversations to happen. So around Whistle about this time... the ginger you found? Woo! Okay. So it was worth it. right about this time, Vera will walk up to the group as well. Vera's definitely not looking at Soul, just because... Oh. Like, they're like, if I don't look at it, it's not a problem. Oh, <laughs> no. So she'll walk up to Karis and... Just present the uh, gin and say, This should make you feel better. Just a little bit. Soul's ears go down and they look hurt. <laughs> what? That's okay, I don't see it. <laughs> like Karis like looks at Vera completely confused. What are you what are you talking about? You, you keep on getting sick on the flight. You can like put this in like a tea or <laughs> she kinda like looks like she's remembering something from a lifetime ago. Oh, right, right, sorry. I just I've had a lot of other things on my mind. Yes, Callus. Um, maybe the light things you do is always uh, find the selection of the all. Thank, thank you for the ginger. Maybe you need to talk with. <clears throat> maybe you need to talk with Marcus and Soul. Turn yes. around begrudgingly. What? Some things. I don't know. What are we talking about? Uh, well, she doesn't know about uh, Marcus's. You know what? Marcus's what? Um. Uh, what? Marcus. Per se, maybe a soul-eating entity that's currently inhabiting someone else's body. You eat souls? And personalities, memories. The Marcus we know is uh, essentially a puppet. A culmination of other people, per se. I am no man's puppet. An unknowing puppet. Very good, Marcus. Vera will, like, put her fingers on, uh, like, the bridge of her nose, just, like, trying to... Figure out what's going on. So, so what does this mean for Marcus, then? 
we're just going to guide him to be not a bad soul-eating thing, but a good one. Soul's just kind of like nodding to themselves like, this is a good idea, right? Doesn't that condescend? Marcus is a good person. You are a good person. You're right. I am so sorry. And is, yeah, I'm a big this... boy. I make my own decisions. You sure are. Is this safe? I, um... And Soul looks down at their feet. Mela, would you be willing to help us destroy this creature should it ever try to consume another creature's soul? Soul kneels down and is huffy and puts their arms around Marcus and just is glaring at Levette. What I will say is, I don't care what Marcus was before. What matters is how he acts now. If he Uh endangers us, that will be the problem. But no one is going to attack him while he has not done anything wrong. Understood? That sounds fair. But uh, what is right and what is wrong is a bit subjective. Then we'll have to decide. Right now? Not not now. He has not done anything wrong. Oh, okay. (laughs) I just... I don't know, guys. This is... This is a lot. It is. I could really use it's a drink. Like a Agreed. Lady is a drink as well. I third that. I, I third that option. Sarah carries. I have things to do at the temple. Oh, soul's ears just keep like every time they interact with Vera, they're trying so hard to put their heart <laughs> out, and then it just gets crushed, well, and they, their ears honey. go down. I'll buy you. Oh, you'll buy me honey. How amazing! It's not like I carry that with me everywhere I go. Dude, yeah. I'm so <laughs> I'm so but ready for is... Vera to drop an elf slur. <laughs> Come this on, is, this is the this, time. This, nope. this, is, this is halfling honey, and we are the sweetest people in the land. Okay. Anyways, Vera, if I would really like it if you joined us, but if you really don't want to, I understand. Vera will walk off then. Oh, Ooh. Soul looks so crushed. Woo! <laughs> Damn! Soul, like, oh. drags their feet towards the bar. <laughs> this is cause for some good, healthy drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely healthy. Definitely not drinking my feelings away. <laughs> Hoping to forget There the is pain. nothing healthy about the amount of alcohol we are going to consume tonight. Yeah, you're right. Oh, man. I think I really messed up with Vera, guys. Also, as for Elvin's slur, I'd say Vera is definitely more they're upset, but Soul's still like part of the party and stuff. Oh yeah, and Soul very has. very important to helping Vera Just, with you know, anything. Like you want to use me, so you don't want to destroy the relationship too much. Just a little. Yes. <laughs> yes. Monster. <laughs> oh, I meant. No, I didn't mean necessarily in front of them. I meant. Off when you're huffing, looking oh, for yeah. danger. Oh, definitely. You were calling me slurs while you were away? No, you don't know. It's me as a player, though. <laughs> like, were you actually? Oh my god, that was the best response. <laughs> How would you know? You're so mean. <laughs> I feel offended. That's potential player knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that. But that right. wouldn't affect soul. Uh-huh. We're going to a bar. Yes, you are. You're going to a bar. So the group minus Vera heads into Clayhill proper and you find yourself at a happening little halfling tavern. Most of the seating is outdoor because the building itself is pretty small and you wouldn't really feel comfortable inside it anyway. I so, will. Well, the gnome would. You're right. 
Anyway. Saul looks very uncomfortable. The seating outdoors is much more appropriate to you guys. The chairs are larger, and it looks like they have some tables here that are intended for bigger folk. I think Sol would try to get a medium-sized one so that they could crisscross applesauce sit down with everyone, at least. <laughs> what? Yes, that's the way to do it. Never change. No, that is the correct way to say it. Moving on. So they're crisscross applesauce sitting down with everyone. They look kind of really torn up between not getting a straight answer about what their duty is actually and Vera being upset and Marcus being a soul sucking demon thing. (laughs) And they're trying to like stay really positive about it, but everyone's being very negative and it's bringing them down. They like just, they just order a couple drinks and they immediately down like two just to get it started. I'm going to order a keg and have Archie carry it out. Okay. (laughs) So uh, some drink orders are placed and Karis is there as well. However, she wants to sit sort of by herself at a table nearby. Uh, mm-hmm. And she just gets a couple of bottles of wine. Does she insist to sit by herself, or does she just go to sit? She goes herself? to sit at a nearby table, like not too, too far away, but close enough. Far that enough she's... for her comfort. Far enough <laughs> for but her comfort. But if we tried to move back to her, would she move again? Probably. She's still within earshot, so she can still talk to you guys, and she can still listen to your conversation. She's just far enough away that she feels a little more comfortable. Uh, but yeah, so the drinks are served, and the halflings definitely know how to make their brews. So it's all pretty tasty. It's all a little bit sweet, though. More, sweeter than you're used to from other races. So even their, Souls into it. Even their <laughs> wine is very sweet. How does Karis react to the sweeter wine? At this point, she just is trying to drink for effect, not for comfort. Yeah. So... I think that's what Soul's doing. Whether too. whether it's good or not wouldn't really matter. She's trying to put a bottle down as quickly as she can. So right. after a couple, Soul doesn't really drink that often to begin with. I think they usually do it more because it's a social thing that's happening with Siva. Like whenever Siva would offer them a drink, they'd just do it because it's like, oh, someone's offering me a drink. This is a polite thing to accept. This is like, I think the first time Soul's probably going to binge drink ever in their life. Okay. I don't know. What about the time with the bards at the the Holy City? Oh, that's true. That was a party. It's a social thing. Yeah. This one's more for pain. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Soul has gotten down a few, so they're kind of tipsy at this point. They, like, directly look at Levette with far too of an intense gaze. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I challenge you to a drinking contest. Oh, so listen, that was what you were going to say. Uh, what did you think what? I was going to say? Wait, what did you say? A drinking contest? Okay. A drinking oh. contest. I've I never had cake. one. I've read it in a book before. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right. So, so how many drinks has your character had at this point? I'd assume three because they're just tipsy. Okay. So, give me three fortitude saves, please. Okay. Well. Well. <laughs> okay. 22, 24, and then a seven. <laughs> okay. So... That is good, and we're going to go with Levette. How Are many you... drinks have you had? I've had two at this point. Okay, make two fort saves, please. Oh, we're off to a good <laughs> start. That's a total of five, and then a 23. Okay. That's good. All right, so the drinking contest may commence. All right. So... Do you want to go first, or should I go first? No, we just, you both go. We both go. Okay. Yeah. Let's do this. Marcus, are you joining us? Can you, you can <laughs> get drunk, Marcus, right? Yeah. yeah, can you get drunk? You're a soul eater. <laughs> the sensor is gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, uh, there's still more sensor to be gone. 
<laughs> you soul eating flying rat maker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Marcus, are you joining in the drinking contest? I'm already 10 drinks in. 10 Is drinks. he? Okay, Marcus, if that's the case, please make 10 fortitude saves. We all, yeah, we all Marcus, were like, let's go get a drink, well, let, and Marcus let, is already power walking there. Well, let's, let's see if Marcus <laughs> is even conscious anymore. Uh, ten, 10 drinks might have put him under. Let's see. Let's see, hold on. So make uh, 10 fortitude saves. saves, and let's see how this goes, yeah. Oof. Oof. Oh my god, dude. I think he may be plastered. <laughs> oh no. Is that 10? So let me let me do some quick maths here. Hold on. Do you want me to say all of them for you? Not yet. I'm just gonna, okay. I'm just checking to see if he's dropped. Even alive. Uh, on yeah. <laughs> no, he's still awake. He's still Oh alive. my god. Yeah, he's uh I, May ten, I do the numbers? Drinks, yeah, please, go ahead. So his first one was a 19, then it's 12, 27, 17, 14, 23, 23, 22, 13 and 20. Notably, a lot of these rolls were very low, but Marcus's fortitude is a fucking plus ten. Not anymore, it's not. Yeah, yeah so, boy! So in case anyone at home is curious, I'm basically adjusting the fortitudes on the fly here based on how much they've drank. So Marcus is still somehow conscious. So you've had an incredible amount of alcohol. <laughs> you've basically drank a small keg by yourself if you're drinking ale yeah you've had basically 10 tankards of ale so you were uh, huh? destroying it right now why does it all fit inside that small boy yeah where does it go <laughs> I, I feel like you should like be filled up by this point before the fact that you're gonna die from this i'm the bag of holding <laughs> oh right, so uh if if sol and levette want to try to catch up good luck. Holla! i don't yeah. know how to catch up but let's go Let's fucking go! I think Marcus can just exist over there, actually. I don't know what's <laughs> happening right. with Just him. imagine, like, Son of the like, yeah, let's have a drinking contest. What do you think, Marcus? And Marcus is like, okay, and he just picks up a, a whole fucking tankard, or a whole fucking keg, and just tips the keg up and just drinks the entire thing without stopping. And everyone else is just, and like, standing around, mouths hanging open, just, like... Taking this in, being like, what Very the fuck are we seeing? <laughs> Marcus, you've gone through some shit in the past, haven't you? I think he might be actually a demon now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you guys were right. Alright, let's do this. And Sol, like, picks up a drink and chugs it. That was a seven. Oh, Jesus. Alright. Alright. Not starting that off very good. Alright. Mine is a five. <laughs> One second. Ooh. <laughs> okay, you're still conscious. You betcha. Wait, Levette! So it's four drinks for Sol, three for Levette, and ten for Marcus. <laughs> Levette, I got a question. What? What? Why do you even like me? What? Why do you even like me? I'm a terrible person. No, you're not terrible. I'm pretty awful. <laughs> this is the last thing I was expecting. <laughs> I ran away from home to go do whatever the hell I wanted to do, and I should have been learning, and I didn't. This all takes another drink. (laughs) But it's a nat 20. (laughs) Nat 20. Good job, Soul. I'll make a comparative drink at 19. Excellent work. Cool, cool. All right. You're both fine. 
I just... So, I, it was amazing as all. Well. You good that everything and everyone likes you and you you gorgeous and really tall. What does my, my height have to do well, with things? I'm just saying. It's, I'm just saying. I got a question. I got another... I got a, I got a, what? I got another question. What? If I was a boy, if I had male body, it was a penis, would you still like me? I didn't actually know until we took that shower together. I was in chill. No, I mean like a full male I, body. Oh, I don't really know. I don't know, actually. <laughs> I haven't really liked someone like this before. Oh. So it looks a little uncomfortable and then takes another drink. <laughs> a nine. Ooh. Ooh, okay. You're cutting it close. All right. Uh, All right. I just... Keep going, too. It's All a right. 14. That's up at a five. I just... I don't know. I, I have a lot of responsibilities back from the village. And, you know, I have grow to think about, like... He was promised to me, and, you know, that was kind of awkward at first because I didn't really know what was happening with my life because I found out about other things. I didn't really have an issue with him. He's quite wonderful. And, you know, honestly, like, you're not, you can't tell him this, but I think he might actually be better than than, than me oh. and magic and, like, other things. He's, he's actually a really good person, and he's... Uh, it gets frustrating. Shot, right? Yeah, you, you shot my fiance. It's okay. This <laughs> all looks like very uncomfortable, but mostly because they need to throw up, probably. <laughs> but I just, I kind of wish you could meet him properly instead of like getting shot at and stuff. But don't well, tell him the nice now. thing I said. Don't okay. tell him. Okay. Make a perception check, Soul. Okay. I was going to try and keep up IRL. No. You're rolling these like crazy. That's a 26 for my perception. Soul, you can hear tree frogs. Soul looks immediately like alert. Like they sit up straight and they're just like, uh, girl, can you hear me? Hello? You hear kind of like a chuckle, like a light chuckle. Oh, no. <laughs> and so like kind of crumples and like puts their face in their hands. They're still sitting crisscross applesauce, of course. And we're outside. <laughs> Can you come to the Mary Valley and Clay Hill, please? Uh, Soul looks back at Levette. One more. I'm gonna beat you. One more. One more. Wait, what are you just talking? Who were you? I'm a heel. Who are you talking to? You're not here. What? No, I am heel. <laughs> you said I'm... come to. Who are you me. talking to? <laughs> I was talking to my fiance. He can hear me through my ring when I say his name. Wait, can he hear me? Uh, probably. <laughs> Soul is just. Whoosh. I mean, oh. I can't really remember when I said his name, so I don't even know what we've talked about, honestly, in the past five seconds. <laughs> um, Soul takes another drink. Oh no, it's a seven! <laughs> I'm doing so bad! Alright. Which makes sense for Soul. Soul, uh, you take that drink, you get about halfway through it, and you can't. You can't finish it. Oh no. Soul, like, immediately, like, jostles up and, like, turns to go towards the bushes and just starts puking. 
Yeah, you get up, you make it about two <laughs> steps, and you just start puking as you're going. Um, <laughs> oh, God! Any, I've done that before. Any of us who have ever been at, like, a party or a really mm, crazy bar has no. seen this before. Someone trying to make it yeah. to the bathroom, and they've left too late. <laughs> All right, so... Marcus looks over and goes, mediocre. <laughs> yeah, I forget, so... what is... What is the canon of Souls? Oh, puke? Soul pukes up sparkles and glitter normally. <laughs> so there's just fucking sparkly, good old sparkles and, and okay. sugary looking shit coming out of their mouth. Love um, <laughs> it. And then pounds another tank. If you, if you wanna, if you wanna win this thing, you gotta. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at my last oh. tankard. Jesus, with Marcus. this intense stare. Like, oh shit, this might be it. Get on my win. level. Okay, <laughs> this is it. Come on. It's a 12. Okay. All right. You've got to make one more drink to beat Soul. Oh, one more. One more. Because I was three. Yeah, you were one drink drink ahead. To to begin with. I think I was drinking. uh, (laughs) 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 So you you get to your seventh drink, and the same thing happens to you. Halfway through your seventh drink, you can't finish it. (laughs) It's a tie! Marcus is sitting here at 11 down, and he just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, How many drinks did we get through? You were on your seventh. Damn. You both got sick on your seventh drink. <laughs> your seventh tankard. I mean, Notably, that's really commendable for Levette, because she's like, what, three feet, six inches? Yeah, yeah. with a, with a uh, plus Marcus three fortitude save normally, so yeah. Marcus is smaller and has had four drinks. Marcus is larger than Levette. Yeah. Oh, yes. I was talking. I thought you were talking about. Yeah, no, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Soul is, is three feet six inches. Yep, that's it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's okay. how I was no, imagining. She's that's looking. Like, no, no, no. That's that's not that accurate. Just two feet. Just two feet of ears. <laughs> so mean. So Soul's throwing up, and they. That might be my favorite. They're, they're they're on their knees at this point. They're just throwing up into a bush. And they pull their ring up and they're like, Girl, I need help. Does that turn it off? No. Marcus suppresses the urge to go over and console them with a nice hearty plate of haggis. He <laughs> gets good, on the plate. Marcus, be good. He gets on the plate, but you can't tell the difference. Yeah. And then Sol's pretty much finished throwing up, or they think so, and then they're like, okay, I'm fine. And they like lean back to rest and then like nope nope not done <laughs> they lean forward to throw up again <laughs> okay marcus walks over with the with a tankard in his hand goes hey soul how you doing no no don't touch me would you like some channel energy the soul looks up and is like that's not gonna stop the soul up <laughs> <laughs> I might have removed poison. Soul just like looks up and glares at you. But do you? Let's take a look at the list. The motherfucker. Soul at this point like is holding like one their only side of hair and it's kind of bunched up awkwardly in one hand and there's just like one eye is like halfway down. Like <laughs> they're not doing great. But they're trying as hard as they can to glare is at it. Him. The one we can see. Yes, I guess yeah. so. Because they the other ones. I patched currently, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Beardy would remove disease work. No. (laughs) (laughs) Alcoholism is a disease. It is a a disease. Dude, a campaign where you remove disease can remove mental diseases would be so controversial. (laughs) 
Sorry. Well, I'm just not sad anymore. <laughs> I, I'll, unfortunately, all I can remove is your alcoholism, not the alcohol. I'm not an alcoholic. This is the first time I drank like this. I never did a contest. <laughs> and it shows. I'll, I'll never drink a beer in my life. I'll never drink it again in my life. <laughs> and like, oh, no. Soul like, looks like they keep looking around. And then, like, leaning over to puke again, and then they, like, get up and look again. Okay. Marcus goes, wow. (laughs) Oh, Marcus. Delicious. Oh, Oh, no! (laughs) He rolled a 14! Alright, Marcus, you've been, uh, you've been killing it so far. However, it looks like you have found your limit. That taunting drink. The The taunting drink is what dropped you. So... 13. And you, I'd like to say that Marcus would just fall flat. I had 12. <laughs> you had 13 counted? I thought 13. I guess. Pro- I, I don't know. I'm not going to go back and look. I must have just miscounted. No. So He just he goes, how are you doing? <laughs> so no, 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 as, he starts drinking it back, 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 floor. Yeah. So, uh... You're, he yeah. fell into the puke. So Marcus, like, falls <laughs> over backwards and just, like, passes out. A second later, Sol, you feel someone is now holding your hair out of your face. Sol, like, goes to turn to look at what's happening. Because I think they instinctively assume it's, like, Levette currently. Mm. Oh, really? It's too tall to be Levette. Oh. Bro? How are you doing? I'm not... <laughs> I think Soul's probably gotten everything that ever existed in their stomach out of their system currently. So now it's just dry glitter. It's just dry glitter. <laughs> They're like wiping their face now, and then they look up at him, and they look pretty fucking pitiful, to be honest. He's He kind of <laughs> looks like just the slightest bit smug. Just, just the slightest bit. Like, kind of like giving you like this little coy smile. He's holding your hair in one hand, and he's got this little silver flask in the other. What is that? Oh, just something that'll help you. So, like, kind of glares at him, because they're like, why you look so fucking smug, bitch? <laughs> and they take it a little more, like, clumsily than they intend. They intended it for it to be, like, a quick swooping grabbing motion, but they knock it a little and juggle it, and then they, like, have it, and they look over. You didn't see that. He smiles at you. <laughs> they, uh, they drink it then. All right. Uh, you, tr- you get a few mouthfuls of it, and it's a pretty strong-tasting potion. <laughs> but it, uh, its effects are pretty instantaneous. Um, it appears to be a restoration potion of some form, and it washes through your body very quickly, purging all the alcohol out of it. So you are immediately <gasps> sober. I really wonder what that feels like. Just as, like, an interest it, it of, like, kind of like, how does it feel to be suddenly sober? Well, just imagine, like, the like when you're drunk, you kind of feel fuzzy, right? And disconnected from the world. Just, it, it and gross. Sort of just, like, a rush where you're suddenly, like, focused again. Like, you're, <clears throat> you're, you're back and you're centered and your brain is suddenly, like, sharp again. And like a cold shower. Yeah, it's uh. like a cold shower in a bottle. Right. <laughs> So the, the, this little restoration potion has uh, purged the alcohol from your system, and you're suddenly sober again. <clears throat> and now that soul sober, immediately their face turns bright red because they've like they didn't black out or anything, so they're very aware of what just happened and embarrassed. <laughs> and they look over at girl and they're like, "How much did you hear?" Oh, just a thing or two. Mostly a you thing ad- or two. Mostly just you admitting that I'm better than you at magic. Soul like pushes his chest. He chuckles. You're not supposed to... Mm. 
you makes me so angry. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with you. I'm just telling you what I heard. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Soul's not denying what they said. They just look very embarrassed that they were found out what they said. The push kind of ends up being more of like their head slowly leaning on him and stuff. So uh, do you think your friends need any of that as well? He just yeah, as if they he do. passed out halfling next to you. Uh, I assume Soul's still holding their flask. Yes. So Soul leans over, rolls Marcus over, opens up his mouth and kind of like pours a little drop in and then like rubs his Adam's apple to make him gulp. Yeah, he takes a mouthful of it and it purges the stuff out of his system. Marcus, you wake up feeling refreshed. I swear that dryad was... What about a dryad? Hmm? Giant? Giant? Dryad? What are you saying, Marcus? Did I say something about a I don't think it worked. I think he needs another. (laughs) You're you're completely sober. It's not just like, awake me up. It's, you're sober. No, yes. I I was coming out of the blackout dream. A dreams. I you don't dream. <laughs> There's not enough room in there for a dream. Yeah, you're too busy consuming souls. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. And yeah. Soul brushes like Marcus's hair back pretty lovingly. At this point, I think Soul is very fond of Marcus and just kind of like pats the side of his face. You okay, buddy? How many did I have? Twelve. I don't know. I was throwing up most of the time. I win. You you sure do. And Sol kind of leans down and, like, kisses his forehead, pats him, and then, like, goes over to Levette. Uh, I figured I, at this point, have Archie helping me clean up the puke. No, if you fell... Oh, wait, you're just puking? You didn't pass out? No. Okay. So Sol goes over, like, leans down, kind of has their hand on your back, and offers the flask uh, to you. Let's see it. It'll make you feel better. I, I have some solid with the water in Oh, oh, right. And then Sol looks up at Karis and just is like, <laughs> just trying to figure out how much of like this mess did she just win? Karis is a bottle and a half in and is looking like dissociated from reality right now. Once I've finished cleaning up the puke, I want to scoot over by Karis. Okay. Sol like looks a little dejected that you didn't take the drink, so they just kind of top it. They go back over to grow and. They're just sitting next to him, but they're they're trying to be nice and not too, like, PDA-ish, but they're definitely, like, kind of have their head rested on his shoulder and stuff. Okay. He's probably going to put an arm around you at the very least mm-hmm. and uh, probably ask you how everything's going and why everyone seems to be, like, in a rush to drink themselves to death. <laughs> Honestly, it's not great. I, um, I talked to the dragon. Did you? I talked to him and... He told me that what my lineage is protecting is more than just the village. What do you mean, more than the village? I don't know. He wouldn't tell me much past that. He was very vague and very frustrating. But I don't know. I think I really have to maybe go along with it if it's bigger. Well, we'll figure something out. I know. And Sol does a snuggle nuzzle into his, the crook of his neck, looks down at Marcus and like pats him on the shoulder. You gonna get up, buddy? Yeah, there was a barrel, oh. of, there was a barrel of ale I wanted to get into. I mean, technically you can drink again if you want. No, 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 I was going to climb into it. No, you, the last Dude, time you climbed in, <laughs> last time you climbed into something, you almost drowned in it. I mean, well, no. 
Yeah, no, if Marcus drowns the nail, then he'll become a horrible monster again. We can't allow that. Yeah, we can't we can't have that happen. Please don't die. But I'd like to introduce you to my fiance if you're stable enough currently. Oh. Well, howdy. <laughs> Uh, throws, uh, Marcus throws his hand out. Grow, this is Marcus. Marcus, this is my fiancé, Grow. Oh, pleasure um, to meet you. Marcus Thanks. is going to be my man of honor, being of honor. How do we refer to you Mantrano- now? Mantrin of honor. You're not actually married, though, Marcus. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. No. That was the person no, you that's stole. No. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, so okay. anyway, bro, this is Marcus. <laughs> he he kind of had his hand out to like shake Marcus's hand, and now he's kind of just confused. No, Marcus, Marcus's hand was out to shake. Okay, okay, shaking. all right, all, right, all, right. Through, all throughout this, we were shaking hands. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's an okay. awkward. It's like gotten really awkward. Oh, I see. Now. It's a really like awkward, like <laughs> way too long of a handshake. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not to so mention, Marcus's really hand is so much smaller <laughs> than Gross to begin with. It's like shaking a toddler's hand. Uh, gross hands are fairly small as well. I don't know. Elves and all that. Not the way I drew them. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, masculine body proportions are weird. Anyways. <laughs> and then still kind of like, maybe. <laughs> you know what You're I mean? <laughs> more ready to admit to that than I was expecting. I was using references! <laughs> <laughs> they ended up bigger than I meant, but when I kept making them smaller, they didn't look right. <laughs> so, you know. That's amazing. Anyways, so Sol gets up and goes to help grow up to, like, guide him over to Karis and Lovette. Hi, guys! Oh, boy. Uh- I, like, kind of cover, half cover my head and then realize it's not going to be useful. Lower my arm. Oh, I know. I know. What are you doing? I'm just... Oh, like... Because I'm kind of like, oh, don't look at me. Oh, God, they're coming over here. Fuck. (laughs) Sorry. Was all this stuff earlier in, like, earshot eyesight? Oh, yeah. yeah. Because Karis sat close enough so that things could be heard. Yeah. Yeah. You you guys also went over to, like, a nearby shrubbery line to... To To puke. Evacuate your stomach. So you might not (laughs) have been in exact earshot. And certainly they probably weren't listening to you guys. Because I think at this point, Karis isn't listening to much right now. She's oh. sort of off in her own little headspace. I'm not even talking to <clears> her. <throat> I just wanted to sit closer to her. Yeah. You notice she doesn't... Hi, guys! She, she didn't recoil from you when you sat next to her. So, you know, that's probably a good sign. Yeah. Karis looks over. Oh, hello. Do hey, you... Karis. <laughs> hey, they make some weird wine here. Yeah, I was wondering if you liked it or not. You tend to go for pretty basic reds, so I didn't know if the sweeter uh, flavors would be bugging you or not. Well, sort of it's just what I'm used to is reds, I guess. I haven't really had a chance to try much else, I guess. Mm -hmm. Warren insisted. I know. She kind of like... I know. Her brow kind of like furrows on her on its own. She's sort of pissed at herself that she even like said his name. He's gone. We killed him. You don't have to worry about him ever again. Yeah, you're right. And so looks like pretty happy with that. (laughs) (laughs) I did it. I did it. (laughs) So this is your fiance, huh? Yeah, girl. These are my friends. Karis, she just turned 18 recently. She's really amazing. And this is Lavette. She also has Archie and like soul kind of gestures over to Archie, who I assume is still cleaning. I kind of look like <laughs> agitated that, that this is happening right now when I'm like wasted. Uh, I offer you. Trying, 
not to be agitated. I'm living the life. So I like, you know, I afford him a smile and a wave. Hello, I'm uh, a Yeah, I, I, I think I remember you. Yes, sorry about that. Um... We were coming off of some dangerous times and I just kind of was a little paranoid. It was nothing personal. Yeah, it's um, it's in the past. Thank you. Sol looks a little uncomfortable. <laughs> I look more uncomfortable. <laughs> um. Anyways, that's almost everyone. And Sol kind of like shuffles their feet and like they look down at the ground. They look real sad. <laughs> they grab more booze. No, so like, I don't think Sol's gonna drink. Like this is the end. No, nope, this, this is it. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. Well, normally there's someone else with us, Grow, but I guess you'll have to meet her later. Oh, okay, sure. You're right. She, um, you're, I, I think I told you about her. I mean, you kind of saw her, too. Right. You, you mean the other elf? Sol looks panicked. <laughs> no! Are you, what? What does that elf? Are you talking about me? I'm, I'm not the... I'm just only a half elf. Yes, you sure are, Levette. And Sol like starts to whistle and walk away towards Marcus. <laughs> Marcus, you doing okay there, buddy? <laughs> existing properly. Existing. Please, <laughs> talking about Marcus exists. Sol Sol looks uncomfortably sweaty currently. <laughs> um. Well. Grim looks uh, uncomfortably sweaty. And, like, Sol kind of, like, tugs on Grow. (laughs) And I was like, Levette is a half-elf, yes. (laughs) Is that the right? No, not not at all. I think think that elf blood is a positive? (laughs) Kind of, like, looks very, like, confused as to what's going on. Sol, like, looks like they're contemplating something. And then they, they whisper something into his ears. And then they, like, kind of go back down and, like, make, like, a really way too exaggerated face. Because Soul is Soul. <laughs> Soul kind of makes, like, a shaking their head back and forth grimace expression that's far too exaggerated and awkward. Soul kind of, like, looks around and is just like, well, I'll have to introduce you to her another time. So, and then, like, they kind of clap at everyone. Since everyone seems great for the evening... I'm gonna head in for the night. Oh, it, all right. Uh, it was good meeting everyone. Um, I, I guess we'll. I guess I'll see you all some other time. He and Sol kind of grabs his hand for a second, <laughs> and Sol just kind of grabs his hand and starts walking away with him. Bye. He's, he's basically drug away. Can we go home tonight? Uh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sol's already. Like, kind of bouncing up and down and excited to see him. Everything seems kind of off, I guess. Yeah. And they look back at the rest of the party. Because now we're far enough away to where, like, Sol doesn't... Yeah, you're out of your shirt. ...have to have as much of a cheery disposition for everyone. Because they're the bard and they have to make sure everyone's sane enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marcus turns out to be a soul-eating creature that's really dangerous. And... The- the halfling that's been traveling with you. Yeah. Is a dangerous soul-eating monster. Are you... He, yeah. He, he goes to get his flask back out. Are you... Do you need another mouthful of this? No. Look, the dragon separated him from his body, and then he went back in his body, and it was all a lot. Um, 
but it's real. He's a lost soul. Uh-huh. I... Are you going to be okay? Do you... All right. Is it safe to travel with these people? Soul looks back. <sighs> looks actually, like, fairly concerned. Probably not. I mean, I suppose you call it like it is. What do you call them again? My homicidal group of friends? Something like that. Yeah. Well, let's discuss this uh, at length later, shall we? Agreed. All right. So he begins casting a spell. And Sol kind of jumps up and hugs him around his neck. Right. Per usual. Per usual. He finishes the spell and you feel the warm wind of home on your face as you vanish. So the rest of the party... <laughs> uh, oh my... Oh, sinking. I don't think we made a good first impression on that guy. I don't... I reality didn't. Don't Speak for yourself. I was, I was awesome. I I am way ahead of you on that one, and I was just, I can't believe how stupid I've been. She uh, pushes a bottle of wine toward you. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> Guess so. All right, give me a second. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, Karis pushes the bottle in front of Levette and uh, and asks uh, if you'd like to talk about it. Like, well, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm such an idiot. I don't want to. I'm scared to go home. You're scared? But I thought we were going this way so you could go home. Yes. Why are you scared to go home? I don't know. I, something's going to go wrong. It can't be this easy. And if it is, what, what's the whole point? I, I wasted mean, my time. You have a home to go home to, at least. Yeah, that's That's something. I mean, you've got parents and a family. That's case. I mean, it sounds I like you've got a lot. I, I do, but they don't deserve it. So, this my problem. Why are you stupid? Because <laughs> you did you see him? What the, the elf? Yes. Yeah, elves aren't really my type. <laughs> Is anyone your type, Karis? <laughs> <laughs> Skelly man. Skelly man. He was a, a good. I, he was just very composed and intelligent and, and I'm mean, like, look at me. You and Sol, huh? Yeah. I, well, me and everyone. Sol is just like the, the last of my loyal little failures. Hmm. Oh, I'd like to, if it's if I can, have been scribbling something in my obsession log on a page over and over. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, alright. I'm continuing to do that as well. Oh. Like occasionally just scribbling stuff. I would, um, I'd give you a hug to, you know, to help you feel better, but... Don't blame me. It doesn't really work. I, yeah, I don't blame you. I wouldn't want to touch me myself. <laughs> what a sad sack. Debbie Downer. <laughs> it's, it's not like that, Levette. I I'm sorry, I didn't. You you know you no know, I it's not it was okay it's not you, you know that. It didn't really hurt me, yeah. But I don't miss that you. She uh reaches out and she grabs your wrist. Mm-hmm. Make a fortitude save. Alright. That's aggressive. An eight? That's pretty low. 
You, uh, oh no! You can you can taste uh, blood in the back of your throat. You can feel blood coming out of one of your nostrils. Mm. Okay. Karis is still like pretty pretty tipsy. Like she's still pretty drunk, and she doesn't let go. And she just turns her head and just kind of stares at you coldly. <laughs> oh, it's it's see, it's not so bad. It's just tasted even funny. Make another fortitude save. Jesus. Uh, that was a seventeen. Okay. So Karis is scary at, now. At this at this point, the let me roll some some dice here. I have a quick question. Sure. Because I had him carry my kegs around and stuff, then Archibald is hanging out. Yes. Is he doing anything about this? He is looks concerned, but he doesn't really understand what's happening. All right. She clenches her hand like a little harder around your wrist. Make another fortitude save. All right. I'm scared. This is scary. Okay. Uh, that's an 11. Um, your ears and eyes begin to bleed as well. Roll some more damage here. Uh, you, oh, you... yeah, and I'm the bad guy. Oh, what did I get from the first one? What's that? Oh, as far as damage, you've taken, yeah. ten, you've taken 10 points of bleeding damage now. Okay. So at this point, she lets go and says, it's not you. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to play. Through so. blood coming out of your fucking mouth? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like cloth I can wipe this away with or something. Yeah, there's there's a there's a cloth on the table. Okay. And I'll uh my blood up. I mean you're still bleeding, like you have ongoing damage right. that you're gonna take every round. So okay. she kinda calms down and channels energy. Okay. Karis channels energy and heals actually quite a bit of the damage you've taken, so you're nice. actually gonna be full life again. So Karis actually manages to heal you to full in one charge. And she goes back to drinking silently. So, uh, what does Vera do? After Vera... What is Vera doing after, in your after, little temple? After Vera walked away from Sol. So, Vera, when performed the uh, ritual to uh, go back to her temple. Excellent. And, and there, she's been just helping out, uh, talking with the worshippers. And okay. I think uh, she'll also uh, ask one of them if they uh, could go to Hartenshin. Mm-hmm. And if there's anyone that they think that might be interested in coming to the temple to have them come over. Excellent. Okay. So you send one of your hive to go back to Hartenshin and recruit. Yes. Uh, and after that, I'll probably just be like making tea for uh, Karis. Okay. Okay. So you've got one recruiting in Hartenshin and two worshiping in the temple. Yep. Cool. The the hive greets you as uh, you know as it typically does by swarming around you and buzzing in a pleasant way. Many of the hive will like land on you and dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gross. Hush now. All right. This is really wonderful. gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that is what Vera does, and then they'll uh, probably sleep there, and then in the morning, uh, when they wake up, they'll head back to. Okay. The voice of Mellifera will chime up at you during your rest. You can hear the voice of the swarm. It basically tells you that the hive must grow. The hive must expand. You know what you need to do. I have to kill Marcus. <laughs> that's it that's the one that you wrong, got wrong, it wrong lesson you did it <laughs> <laughs> some time passes what's we're pretty much at this point just waiting on um marcus and levette to end their evenings are they doing anything else yeah i, I don't know are they uh nothing for the rest of the evening okay you're not gonna do anything okay no, he had, Marcus had a, uh, had a rough evening. Okay, cool. Does Marcus want to turn in at, like, an inn 
in Clay Hill or just like sleep near the caravan? Uh, Marcus is going to return back to the caravan because that's where his sleeping bag, all that kind of stuff is. Yeah, Marcus would feel better no, in a crowded place, right? Yeah. Yeah, technically, yes. Agreed. Yeah, Marcus finds an inn, has an evening snack, good halfling food, and then goes to bed. And I finds am. an inn in the area. All right. By halfling food, do you mean like Kagus, or do you mean like halfling souls? Are you actually wow. eating, or are you eating? Oh, wow. Or are you, or are you, are you eating? eating? <laughs> Woo! To serve, man. <laughs> Karis apologizes for hurting you, but she it's okay. she wants you to understand that not hugging you is not a choice that she wants to make. It's for your own good. All right. Uh, Lavette gets pretty teary-eyed. I'm just kind of thinking about shit. I'm sorry. I didn't... I just don't know. It. I, could have, I could have done something, right? I'm not sure. Sometimes... Things just don't work out very well. Sometimes bad things can happen, and there's nothing you can do to stop them. I don't know. Most of the bad things that have happened in my life have been my fault. I don't see why this would be most different. I could have, I don't know, said something or done something. I did sooner. Then not me, not someone who is actually capable and impressive, not just, you know, just like that. I'm not sure what you're talking about. You're... You're one of the most capable people I've ever met. What do you mean? I mean... No, I've... I'm a hack. I've been hiding off the success of others my entire life. I've seen you control Archie. I've seen you create all those other little mechanical beings. That's not anyone else. That's you. Those are not plays. I didn't try to believe them. We'll get down. We'll see. This is not much for my people. I'm sorry. I, I don't... I just don't know what to do. I feel like a failure for coming back empty-handed. Everything I've set out to do, everything has failed. And now I'm just running back home to let my parents take care of it. And I'm going to have to face her again. I don't know to do that. I don't even know if she's still alive. I mean, this was the friend of yours that you hurt, right? Yes, it was. I mean, I know a thing or two about healing. It's not... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I see I'm already doing it. I mean, like saying to me, it's not that simple. It is more like your sister, I think. I was way out of my depths, and I I should have known that. I was trying to do the impossible. And this friend of yours, what happened to them? Are they damaged now? Yes. That's not a good way to put it. They're more than damaged. She doesn't move. She hardly speaks. She, the last time I see her, when she looks at you, there's no soul in her eyes. It's like, I'm worse than Marcus. I tell you, I'm, I did what he didn't do, but I could have stopped myself and I didn't. Make a perception check. Ah, uh, okay. Man, real talk, I wasn't expecting this all to come out right now. But I'm happy it is. And the only person who knows well, is Karis. Yep. Okay, cool. You you don't notice anything out of the ordinary. Nope. I'm um I'm suddenly kind of tired. I think I think I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oof! Big oof. Would you Would they put? Um, I'm not sure. Would are you tired as well? 
I'm going to miss Tyod these days. What is tired? Well, Karis pays up her tab and says that she's going to head back to the caravan. I might finish up this part of the army as well. Okay. Did you pay for your tab? No, I just left. <laughs> you just left? <laughs> oh, I'll pay for Soul's tab and mine. But I'm also going to get, like, a drink, maybe two more. I want to get, like, blackout drunk. So Levette yeah. gets blackout drunk, huh? Yeah, so Levette gets blackout drunk. Yeah, screw is just like... Does. How, much does, how much do our combined tabs cost? Uh, <laughs> not very much, probably. Yeah, probably not. I'd say probably close to eight gold. Oh, wow, right. that's actually a yeah. lot. That's a lot. We drink a lot. Yeah, you guys drink a lot. And then Levette kept drinking. <laughs> yeah, she drank a lot. The evening passes. And I stumble and crash back into the crate. <laughs> okay. You wake up the next morning and you have a heavy blanket on you. And Karis it has, like, trying to, like, cuddle with you. On the other side of the heavy blanket. Oh, <laughs> such a sad child. That works? Okay, good to know. <laughs> so, so we're going to move it to the 21st of November. Boom. Early morning. And, oh, which of you would come to first? Probably Vera. In the yeah. temple. Ciao. Tell us what that morning's like. Oh? Yeah, I want to hear more about Vera. I, don't, I, I assume that Vera would just uh, wake up and then... Uh, so as they get ready for the day, they just go to Mothra's thing. And uh, do, do I have to do a ritual to go back, or is it instantaneous? You just exit, I think, and it brings you back. Wherever yeah, you, you just were. walk out of the temple and you return to where you came from. All right, yep, yeah. definitely like doing better, like not muttering to herself, to myself anymore. Just get uh, Mothra's thing and go back to the harpies. Then okay, like transport back. Sounds good. Okay, so you uh, walk out of the temple and you find yourself just outside of the town of Clayhill, where you perform the, t- the ritual to go to the temple before. Oh, uh, it's right early right. morning. Maybe later, the sun is you know just crested the horizon, and you can see the harpies are stretching and waking up from their slumber. They get up with the sun being very bird-like. Gotcha. Well, is anyone back yet? Uh, I'll ask one of the harpies. All right. Okay. Zerus will fly down and answer you. Yeah, one of your friends came in the very early morning, spoke with Karis, and then left again. Hmm. Maybe they may know what happened, but I'm not sure. Well, I thought, I believe they were going to the bar. I'll check there. All right, so so I'll head to the bar. Okay. Uh, you head over there, and it's pretty much deserted. No signs of a Marcus? You, oh, Marcus would be asleep over there. <laughs> He's, he's I thought not, he went to an inn. He's not, oh, is he in an inn? He's not waking up at, at dawn. Like, he's sleeping in. Yeah, I thought he was in an inn, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll just wait by the harpies. I'll just go over there and okay. sit down and draw on the dirt. <laughs> Eventually, Karis will wake up, see that you're back, wipe the sleep from their eyes, and say, uh, Soul came back in the night, said they wouldn't be coming back. They'd meet us in the steam aisle. I'm not sure exactly why, but that was the message. Really? Yeah. <sighs> All right. We'll just have to wait for everyone else to get here, and then we'll head out, okay? Karis nods. Where is this at? This is outside the crate, basically. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm basically right there. Yeah, you're basically right there. You were just still in bed. Did they say where they'd be? No. <laughs> uh, uh, how does that help us? Karis uh. shrugs, sort of groggily. <laughs> I guess we'll deal with it when... We have to deal with it. All right. I'm going to come out, and I'm going to be kind of toying with Archibald Sphere. I'm going to go over to Kara and say, uh, Kallis, uh, I apologize for not keeping you company, but I think I'm going to light up dots this time. 
I clearly want to see my homelanders by all nights before we get out. Karis nods. She wants to see her homeland. Yeah. I understand, but... Lavette is hungover, Lavette, but Graham is still somewhat drunk. Oh, right. And I'll give Karis the tea. Oh, but thank you. This, um, that's very thoughtful of you. Do you know where Marcus is? No, I, I didn't see him. I, I look at Lavette. I don't remember a whole lot of this night. How, how much did all of you drink? Um, let's see, is it they've got a... Did Marcus pay for his drinks? Look at that. Did I cover everybody? Yeah, you covered everybody. <laughs> That's why it's so expensive. Yeah. And adults, wives, and slave people should be capable of. I just say that much. Also, Malchus owes me uh, some money. <laughs> <laughs> so I tab, I can cover Alice. It's not too bad. Marcus is going to have to do me some tables. Vera's going to wait. I'm going to uh, no. check my gauntlet, use detect magic to see, because it generally points towards all of us. We all have magic items. I figure if he's close, it will point towards him. And it's only a 60-foot range, so it's really not I know, but, good. you know, if he comes why, comes around, I'll know where he's coming from. I don't know. I guess that's a good point, but it's better than nothing. What, right. what is Marcus doing? Yeah, Marcus, are you still fucking sleeping? What did I? What did I tell you last night? You you mentioned that you were scared to go home, which I think is kind of silly. You've, you said you were a hack, which I think is incorrect. And you know, you mentioned that you felt guilty for something that happened a long time ago. But I told you anything about that? That's the part I don't really know. You mentioned that you had a friend who is. Alive, but not really. Meowed. Okay. Okay. Just so, put your sister's soul in there. <laughs> thought about it. It's occurred to me. And, okay. Sorry, I didn't. I maybe shouldn't have done that. Since that. That is all I suppose. You will probably see soon enough. So I, I only partially overheard. Sorry is not going to be joining us. Apparently. Yeah, they they stopped by in the early morning, and I woke up, and they said that they were going to meet us there in a few days. I I don't Levette. know why or how, but that was the message. Uh, Lavette looked real sad. Make a make a sad face. <laughs> Insert a sad face here. Lavette <laughs> makes a sad face. She get the droopy ears. What the the uh, the. Troop ears from her elven side. You see the uh, the harpies are preparing their morning meal. They're pretty much like, they look like they're amped up to leave. I'll try to find Marcus. Yeah. Uh, there, there was no one at the tap house, correct? Uh, no one outside. Uh, I will go in. Is there anyone inside? Marcus has already checked out of the hotel. Okay. He's having breakfast. He's noshing with his teeth. Gotcha. Okay. He's trying to remember as much of Garden's life as he can so okay. that he can hold on to more and more. So he's not seeing with his people as much as possible. And uh, you're eating. You're eating with your people. And for some reason, you uh, you feel hungry even after the meal's over. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I'm scared. 
So the uh, I'm scared as a player. So the effect is uh, essence hunger, and it's a minus one penalty to all stats. Oh no! Fuck! Oh boy! So there's that. Anyway, boy, concern. So those of you that are at the caravan, one of the harpies will come over and offer some of the breakfast that they cooked up, which is a tart. Kind of a thing. It's like a little cooked pocket of nuts and nuts and berries. They have like a sack of these things, and they basically just toss them in a pot over a fire to heat them up. But they're basically just like a hunk of muffin, almost like a big piece of bread with nuts and berries baked into the middle of it. They're pretty tasty. Yeah, that sounds pretty good, honestly. Do they have anything like good hangover food? Trail mix. I guess anything's good hangover food if you have something to munch on. That's right, I have beetles. Seeds. Apple flavored beetles. Yeah, Slightly okay. apple flavored. A, a bunch of, like, they have a lot of seeds and, and uh, nuts. Alright, so do I find uh, Marcus then? or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find Marcus then. He's he's up and at him. Right, Marcus, we have to get going. The harpies, oh, I believe, are ready. So hungry. You can <laughs> eat later. <sighs> I'll, I'll bring him back to the uh, harpies then. Okay. Alright, if that is all, they are going to uh, load up everything and ask who is riding in the caravan crate, to which I think the only one today will, that will be doing that is Karis. Was it Marcus? Marcus oh, no, was he... riding with Sarah's. That's right. Yeah. Where is Marcus riding this time? <clears throat> Top of crate or with one of the harpies? Or inside crate. Or inside. Um, definitely with the harpies. Yeah, I guess okay. I guess you wouldn't want to be inside the crate with Karis. Yeah, I think that would be a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, don't do that to Karis. Yeah. She would Just probably have, at, like, a straight-up heart attack. <laughs> goes, really? No. That's not a good idea, man. <laughs> Don't do that! It's not a good idea. This is why you're gonna get shanked one day. <laughs> She's got a big bag of tricks. You don't want to be in the business end of any of them. So, they load up everything, they close the crate, and Karis drinks that tea, and then gets inside. Vera straps themselves onto the roof of the crate, along with Levette, and Marcus uh, gets picked up by the arms by Zeris. You all take off and make way for the Steam Isles. Really complex feelings are going on with Levette right now. <laughs> like Both like, oh yes, finally, and oh my god, this is a huge <laughs> fucking mistake. Why are we doing this? So the day passes relatively quickly. I mean, it's just a crazy trip through the air. I mean, you guys are ground-bound beings, so traveling mm-hmm. like this is both obscenely fast and very, very uncomfortable. Maybe. This is my first time on top of the actual crate, though, where I can really see the view. Yeah, so the, the view is quite interesting. The area is this rolling green hills, and then you get past the river here, and once you cross the eastern fork of it, the harpies land the caravan there for the night, just as the sun gets low in the sky. All right. Well, in hindsight, I could have stayed inside the crate for that part of the trip, but well, it was a whole day's travel, and I mean, it was beautiful out. So it's true. I think Karis could use the company though. They set up a small camp and begin preparing an evening meal. Like I said before, they're very well practiced at this. Like this is what they've been doing for years. I and Archibald will do what we can to help around camp. Okay. You find yourself setting up cooking equipment, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a... You know, if I have any sort of complex equipment, anything with, like, interlocking and or moving parts, I will see if I can 
tidy up and or improve it a little okay. bit. Do you have a profession check? I don't have profession. Then give me a, uh, a wisdom check. Then. Okay, sure. Give me a wiz check. Let's see what happens. Cool. Is okay. So yeah, you're you're useful. You're helpful around the camp. You exist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you're you are you are a help around the camp. What is Marcus and Vera doing? I think Vera was going to help find like fish, and then just watches the harpies just naturally just grab them and shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, they kind of like what? skim the water. They skim the river and just like dip a talon in and pull out a fish. You know, you know what I I paid for this. It's it's fine. <laughs> I'll just sit down on it. I love how sassy Vera is. <laughs> so Vera's just going to relax. Yeah, one thing you note is that they're very dexterous with their talents. It's basically like a hand for them instead of a foot. They're able to manipulate utensils and cook. For people with feet and hand fetishes. (laughs) Right? There you go. It's like it covers all your bases at the same time. (laughs) And Marcus? Marcus is is enjoying the view, of course. (laughs) On the ground. (laughs) Of course, just taking it all in. Dying on the inside. <laughs> okay. Oh no, he's absolutely already dead on the inside. That's the part we've confirmed. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> true. So the evening meal consists of pan-seared trout caught from the river with a glaze made from some berries that they found nearby. Probably a, like a blackberry. God, these guys eat well. Yeah, they have a, a blackberry reduction over pan-seared trout. It's tasty. It's tasty. And then the rock leaves and comes back, and it's just got blood all over its beak. So <laughs> you think it might have decimated a herd of buffalo or something. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, <sighs> anything you would like to do that night, or is that... I just want to zoom ahead. It's up to you. Yeah, let's just zoom ahead. I think, I think I'm just going to continue just, like, going through the trip. Okay. Tell me your emotions. Are you still mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I don't think Vera is really thinking about that anymore. Okay. It's more they are huffy at the time because you slapped them in the face and then they kind of slept it off. Yeah, that's good. Stoll feels incredibly guilty. <laughs> As they should. You're protecting your family from words. From words. <laughs> from words. <laughs> With okay. physical violence. Yeah. Okay. So whenever Levette comes back and decides things... We'll figure stuff out, I guess. Well, I won't. I'm waiting for all y'all. You're elsewhere. The next day, the harpies load up, take off, with very little pomp or circumstance. They're just up and going, because they have a schedule to meet, and it's going to be a long day of flying, because they've got to get extra far to be able to get to the capital of the gnomes. Yes. All right, they get up and take off and fly. You guys go right over the port city of Yugas and end up landing on the Isle of Steam. So, let me explain what this looks like. So, you... It's very steamy. Kind of. Most of the day, you're traveling over the same kind of rolling hills. You eventually get down to where you can see this very large forest to the south, and then you continue flying. You see the road and a port city, uh, the port city of Yugas, and it is the main trade port... The, the gnomes basically sail back and forth too. Uh, I forgot I was going to say before we start, you got flying. I want to leave Archie down with Karis so that she has some company. Okay. Alright. Alright. And yeah. you fly over the city of Yugas and 
there's now like this channel of somewhat choppy water and the further you go across this water like you start to see these uh, very jagged rocks sticking up out of the water it, it looks like all the material here is volcanic or fresh or glassy in some way. It's just a very geologically active area. Ahead of you is this large island with a couple of small mountain ranges on it, all of which are very spiky and jaggedy. There is jets of mist and steam that seem to be all over the place. Most of the mountains are covered in some form of hot air and water, giving the entire place kind of a foggy look. As you get really close, you can see a few speckled around in the mountain ranges are actual volcanoes, and you can see trails of lava going down from like, down the side of the volcano, reaching down to the sea. Party ends up banking south. You see what appears to be a massive, well, massive may be an incorrect word, you find a large city. It's built up quite well. The buildings here are taller than ones you've seen before. Like It seems the average height of buildings here is more like two or three stories, whereas everywhere else seems to have averaged about one. So the buildings here are all built more vertically than you're used to seeing. What are they built out of? Uh, they are built out of stone and wood. Okay. Uh, some of them are metal. But that's so they're not like uh, more of a rarity. like clay houses or you know. No, you do see a lot of chimneys in the town, many of which are belching out black smoke. So the entire like if the city from a distance looks like it's burning because there's so much exhaust coming out of it. And as you approach, there's a lot of black smoke coming up from a lot of these houses. So there's soot all over the place. It, as a sort of an outside thing, it's sort of supposed to be reminiscent of uh, early Industrial Revolution England. Sort of the Nasty. Inspiration, <laughs> sort of the inspiration. So it's, it is a very dirty city. There's soot and ash all over the place. Like, like there's low standards of, of public health. So, so, the, the, so the inspiration of this place is that it's Dickensian England, right? So it's... So nasty. Yeah, so it's pretty nasty. I did know that, actually. At this whole time, and I kind of wish I had known, <laughs> but because that that would have totally changed my perspective on a lot of things. So sure. it's not like a horrible place, but it is not. It's also not like very clean, just because there's so much soot. Now, one thing you do also notice is that there is a high level of automation in this town. Flying over, you can see that you know it's not fifty-fifty, but there is a fair number of automatons walking around doing manual labor. So. They seem to, like, jitter about and move in kind of a clunky, snappy way. They, none of them move as smoothly as uh, Archie, but there are quite a lot of them. And they're doing things like pulling carts. Like, instead of having horses, they have these things pulling carts and wagons. Uh, they're lifting crates, moving things around. They appear to just be a manual labor force. Uh, the harpies land in the near the center of town in an open forum area that looks like they've been here a few times before. Like, there's an area that's sort of cleared out for these guys or other traders like them. You land and it is already after... It's like the sun is, is going down and it's just barely visible when you guys land. They, they had to fly absolutely all day to get here in time. Well, once we do land and it's safe for me to come down from the crate, I'll do so. May I start the approach? Oh, you're already there? I'd like to think so. Shit, you're waiting on him. All right. Okay. Could you explain how I'm embarrassed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, you, now you're embarrassed. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> right. Okay. 
I didn't think that was possible. Soul's embarrassed. Uh, me as a person, too. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, you're so. So, you see this elf approach you. They have this, like, gold kind of rose strawberry sheen to the hair. Half-shaven. They have Soul's eye patch, except they are completely male. Hmm. Approaching the uh, caravan currently. So they're a little taller. They, they're they kind of wearing a shirt, but they're not. <laughs> it's like a vest. They're makeshifting sh- things currently because that's what Soul does. They still have their skirt and just slightly larger pants on. But they're still wearing the skirt with a belt. A different belt than you usually see. It's, it's a it's it's not the usual brown belts that are pretty much the only thing keeping their shirt together. It's it's just it looks different. They approach the group, they kinda have their hands on their hip and a stupid smile on their face. Hello there. Uh, what what am I looking at here? You're looking at me. <laughs> How was your guys' trip? Excuse me, what? <laughs> what what is going on here? Who is this is this do you know my myself? You look like Sol, but mm. That's cause I am Sol. <laughs> Yes. Hi. I'm having flashbacks to my my blackout times. <laughs> and then Soul kind of like starts to shimmy around you guys, and then looks like they're starting to walk towards the harpies. <laughs> <laughs> what what the hell just happened? <laughs> I, I look at Lovette. So this is the steam ivies. This is where I was born. I was hoping I could show you all around, but it looks like Soul was already here. No, I mean, what about uh? What's happening with Soul? Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't like, what the fuck care. is happening? <laughs> Look, a lot of things are going on between me and Soul now, and I just don't even care anymore. Soul like did, looks like they're talking to the harpies, and like they look like they're negotiating. Did this happen when you were drinking? No. Well, wait. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But wait, wait. There was there was. Two of them. <laughs> I there. think the other one was not Sol, so I think that was somebody else. To right, that was the guy I shot. Before. Right? No, yeah. This is I, this is the first time I've seen some mix. This is why. Okay. Well, I'll head into town. Um, may I have a conversation with the harpy? Oh, I'm gonna act, make sure Karchi comes with me now, of course. Yes. Yes, you may. <laughs> so Soul kind of waves over to the harpies and is just like, "Hello, all of you. <laughs> How are you all doing? This fine? Is it evening? Yeah, it's night actually. Sun fine is, night. Sun is down. <laughs> so Soul's gonna put up some dancing lights, <laughs> and they're talking to the harpies currently with dancing lights. With dancing lights, because it's evening, and Soul wants them to be able to see their face." <laughs> Right. So the five harpies that make up this caravan stop and see you approach and like first of all they're somewhat confused because they didn't expect them like the first customer to be an elf. Like they expected, you know, gnomes to show up and buy shit. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's late and they've flown all day, so they're all kind of exhausted. And they're like so let me hold on, so we're just gonna do this. <laughs> So they uh, they move up and they're like the the one to talk to you will probably be Zaris the one that seems to take charge in most situations. Mm-hmm. Um, can we help you with something? Yes, I was wondering if in the morning I could make a contract with any of you. They kind of look you up and down 
and uh, make some checks here. <laughs> Please. Okay. I want my carriage. <laughs> Do I need to roll my charisma of my very lovely 18 charisma? Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a diplomacy check. I did uh, a 30 diplomacy. Okay, 30 diplomacy. All right, so they're interested in pursuing a contract. They said cool. that they've they've been flying all day, so if you wouldn't mind waiting to the morning. Of course, that was my main intention. So, like, the, the one pulls out, like, some paperwork and produces a, a standard contract. Each of the five harpies will, will sign it ahead of time. And uh, <laughs> they... Um, like they they ask like what your what is your bid? Hmm. And Soul kind of contemplates. I would actually like the past uh, carriage and horses of that group. And Soul kind of points back to the <laughs> Vera and Marcus who are currently confused. <laughs> they kind of look at you kind of weirdly, like how they. And one of them just inquires how you knew about the carriage and horses. <laughs> I was told about it. Make a bluff check. Oh no! <laughs> I haven't updated that in a while. Twenty-eight. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. They no- the one the one that asked the question sort of nods. All right. Let's see. Probably. Let me roll here. Randomly. Yeah. Good. Okay. Uh, Sephith, the white colored one. Yeah. Is uh, going to ask. Is going to inquire as to what your. Uh, if you had any evening uh, plans, like as far as uh, where you were bedding down for the night. Uh, Soul looks embarrassed for a moment because they, in their mind, they've just been like, this is purely like a business thing currently. And now suddenly it's like, I don't know what's happening actually. I'm very, uh. and Soul kind of like scratches the side of their face and they, they kind of look away. They're just, uh, currently, no. I, I do not have a specific place. Alright. Seth is, is going to hop closer to you and kind of like wrap a wing around you and ask if uh, if they can help keep you warm through the night. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> ah, so embarrassed! <laughs> this is your fucking um, plan. <laughs> I just want to Soul is bright red, but but nods. <laughs> sure, yeah. Of, yeah, of course. If uh, that's what you want, then she, you got it. She coos that it's free of charge. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, um... Oh, okay. Oh Alright, sure. <laughs> and then Sol, Sol is like slowly divulging into this kind of a bashful child. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You could have gotten money out of her, so you're actually getting the short end of the stick on this one. <laughs> I just wanted my carriage and horses. I mean, it's it's whatever makes you guys happy. I just wanted a carriage and horses for when I leave the steam aisles and stuff. Go back home to Ville. Yes. <laughs> You're an, an elf native to Ville. It's unusual. Uh, not exactly native. I just reside there for the most part currently until about the spring. And then then I'll be going back to my home in, in the elven lands. Sephith asks to hear more as she wraps the other wing around you. Oh my. <laughs> <clears throat> oh my. Soul is actually gonna um, 
not say which town they're from in the Elven Lands, but they're gonna start to explain the evenings there with the tree frogs ribbiting constantly, as well as the gazebo in their garden with the floral tree that has the same color flowers as the current skirt that Sol's wearing still. It kind of goes into like the garden and how it's not exactly maze-like, but it still has like this pathway that weaves around and such. And they're just talking about how the evening is where their home is. Okay. They kind of have like a forlorn look. (laughs) Their faces just beat around. They're just like, uh, is this um, even interesting uh, to you? You've probably been to Ville plenty of times. I'm probably really boring. Oh, not at all. Cool. <laughs> Continue. I see. <clears throat> um, do you do you do you need uh, us to sit down somewhere? Or? Oh, would that be okay? I've been flying all day. Yeah, I'm sure you're really tired. We should go sit down at least. <laughs> Ever the gentleman soul. <laughs> and if you need to lay down, I could, ooh, I could play with your hair or something and, you know, help you fall asleep. Whatever you want. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm actually okay at it. <laughs> soul kind of just chuckles to themselves. I don't, don't, don't let me cut your hair, but I can at least play with it. I, uh, I can do braids. Uh... <laughs> 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 I can just run my hands through your hair. Good massage. You know, that. I've the gentleman's soul. Alright. Eventually, like, the the evening wears on. Cephas is true to her offer and uh, basically, like, keeps you warm through the night. Yep. Very warm. <laughs> Very warm. Kind of like air. Soul is so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> huh, yeah. Levette, do we have somewhere that we can stay? The rest of the party is like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Levette's please, gone. please put she's it to the other. About... Yeah, Levette laughed like after yeah, she's off in an alley having a panic attack Get right the now. Fuck out of there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's uh, Karis and Marcus? That's a good question. Karis is kind of like holding their. She's holding her stomach, like sitting next to the crate. <laughs> Even with the tea, it didn't do anything. I mean, it did. It just still. Go comfort her. Do that, does that seem like something Vera does? I don't know. <laughs> She's part of our hive. Yep. Your choice. Are you uh doing all right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm um, I'll be okay. I'm just just settling down. The um, the way that thing rocks is uh, it's difficult to get used to. Understandable. Well, we'll wait here for a bit, and then we'll probably have to find a place to stay here. So let me know when you're ready to move, okay? Sure, uh, of course. Ooh! Oh, Ooh. Ooh! And we're at the awesome. docks. You're currently in that space in the trade district, that open area. Where am I from? Oh, you're from probably Forge Side. Your family was well to do. Well, I figured I would be on a. Uh, that they still had like a beach house. Their house was still really close to the water. Yeah. That when they were rich, they were able to get a really nice spot. Karis, do you know where Levette went? Karis, still holding her stomach, it goes, "No, I saw Soul go that way, and then I don't know where Levette went, but they left right after that." <sighs> All right. 
Well, we should probably go find her. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. She stands up and shuffles behind you. I'll be dragging Marcus' <laughs> body. I don't know what side he's on. I'm not looking. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we'll go in the direction that Levette went. Okay. So Levette is what? You said having a, a meltdown in the alleyway? She's having a panic attack in an alleyway somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, she's probably like found somewhere that's relatively private. Uh, okay, and so had you... Archibald kind of stand guard to not let anybody by. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, in that case, the uh, the rest of the party's gonna have trouble finding you. I, I'd like to do. They said there's like ash everywhere. Uh, there's like soot and ash in places. Can I, yeah. Can I use a survival check to uh, track? Yeah, you can set that. that. Yeah. Ooh, God damn it! <laughs> there's so many things. Ugh. Wow, fifteen. A lot of people go through here. Yeah, it's hard. You're gonna be unable to find. <clears throat> Uh, the correct set and track it correctly with that roll. Alright. So, you've essentially lost track of Levette. Damn it. Well, I have no idea where she is. Any suggestions? Kara shrugs. I mean, if she wants to be found, she knows where to find us. I guess so. Well, we should probably find a place to stay for the night. Karis nods. Says nothing. Alright. So I will oh, try to find an inn. Alright. That one is uh, close by to the trade district. Yeah, there's there are ta- there are inns in the trade district. <clears throat> All right. I guess I probably would think about the fact that they're going to want to do that at some point, or that they're going to want to go places and be like, "Fuck, I can't just let them wander around." I know it's like these gnomes are going to scam the shit out of them. These people are going <laughs> to lose all their money. So maybe I'll have Archie go back and find them. I'll be more innocuous that way anyway. Yeah, not having the giant automaton guarding well, on that way. Well, there's a running around here. But Archie is unique, right? He is unique, but not so much that it's going to stand out immediately. Okay. Scurry's currently having a power outage, so we're going to have to Marcus pretend he's an NPC. <laughs> <laughs> he's here in spirit. Marcus oh, wait. No, no he's not. <laughs> oh, big oof. Oh wow, that is that is deep. He, he's busy eating them instead. I'm sorry. Right, so Archie is finding us. If he does know where to go, I guess I'll have him go back to the landing zone. Not the right area. Oh, he might run into us. Perhaps. Oh, about to uh, do a maybe a perception check or something. What do you think, Beardy? Oh uh, yeah, perception would do. I'll give him one as well. Oh, I thought That's it was for you. Twenty for me. Wow, a good roll from Archie. Nice. <laughs> what a shock. <laughs> Alright, yeah, Archie, yeah, Archie successfully finds the party. Okay, yeah. He'll try and communicate with them for all Where? the good that tends to do. <laughs> Where's right. uh, Levette? Using mostly hand gestures, uh, Archie will try to take you guys back to Levette. Okay. Um, I'm sitting off in like a corner with my head in my hands, just still... Trying to take deep breaths. Levette? <laughs> no. Sorry. Are okay. you alright? What do you people want with me? What do you mean? I mean, I just... What? What? Just tell me. I don't... I don't get it. Why are we... Are firing me around? We're... We're part of the same hive. <laughs> nice. What? what the team. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Ollie, 
What what the fuck is going on there? With Soul? Yes. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Soul. It's <laughs> really, really weird. <laughs> I don't know. Some gosh darn antics. <laughs> I, I go to the temple for one night and apparently everything changed. <laughs> I'll say to, to, to talk, I'll say, as he matters me, I'll say trying to hurt me or something. Why would they be trying to hurt you? I, well, my brain likes to console a bit of and I don't know. I don't really know what's true anymore. Did something happen while I was gone? What, why are you gone? You're right there, you saw more than I did. Wait, for, are, you t- are you talking about in the trade district, or? No, I'm talking, yeah. I'm talking about when I was at the temple. No, nothing happens then. Then I'm confused. I am too. I mean, you didn't really even talk to Sol when they came through. I'd... Why are you upset? I don't know. I just don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know. I'm not good enough. I, I, not... I, mean, I know I'm not, but I don't know why. Not good enough? For Sol? Is that, is that what anyone, you're saying? For anyone. For my parents. I wasn't good enough for them to stay. I wasn't Wilson. Sorry, Bella, I didn't. Why do other people matter? Is what I'm wondering. Well, what is always other people? But what matters is what you do. I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything quite. What are you talking? Didn't you talk to the Emperor or something with Zol? Didn't you negotiate trade routes with different smiths? Sol was the one already handled it. I just bumbled about a minute to myself. What about the trade routes? Those worked out, didn't they? I suppose. Oh, it's a bit idiot. I'm just not party, and I don't know if something has happened that I have this bad feeling in my gut that something is not as it seems here. You're the place or the hive? A group? And both, I suppose. I think you're worth more than you give yourself credit for. And really, time will tell what it is that you're good at, what you can do. I hope so. Thank you, sir. Hey, you do not need to... If you're looking, don't look for a place to stay, we'll stay at my house. There's plenty of room for anyone. Uh, everything is... Every place you find is going to be normal-sized, so that's not avoidable. That, that would be appreciated. I don't know where the hell I am here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I when love Vera. <laughs> Uh, right now we're on McKinnis and 13th, so uh, we probably want to go this way if we want to get Sol and the others. I think, I think Sol is going to be staying the night with the birds. Bird Racist! <laughs> um, the snap, snaps the, her fingers. Uh, harpies. That's that's the one. Jesus, man. <laughs> Ooh! Interesting. The birds and the soul, more like. I see. Okay. They'll they'll join us again, I'm sure. Yes. I believe they're working out some kind of deal with uh, the harpies. But and also yes. puts deal in air quotes. I see. I I was aware of that. I guess they just threatened it is up that they would be there all night, but that makes sense. Is Karis <laughs> with the group? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna be closer stand closer to her and lead everybody on towards my place. Alright. Group leaves the trade district, travels north across the dock district, and you enter the northernmost part of town, which the locals call Forge Side. It is one of the older parts of town, and it's also one of the nicer parts of town. It appears to be a concentration of some of the wealthiest people. 
you walk mm-hmm. right along the, the docks, like right along the, the water, and you take the first street just off the road, or just off the water there, and the second house is a fairly large estate. It's quite the uh, place you have here. Well, um, thank you. It's uh, a bit of a relic from a bygone age for me. See, we got to keep the house, and that's as good. Start, like, have another <laughs> mini panic attack <laughs> before going. It's like, oh, no. Oh, can't go so. Well, what should we go? And I go to, like, knock on the door. Like, no, wait. No? Oh, okay. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. No, you can go. Wait, wait. <laughs> you can go, wait, no. <laughs> Please, God. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, <laughs> let, let me do it, please. Oh, step back. Probably stand in front of the door for, like, at least 30 seconds, just not doing anything before I finally knock on it. Right. Who's there? <laughs> uh, you knock on the door. You knock on the door to the McKinney-Bodwin estate. And a moment later, the door will open, and you see this character here. All right, she uh, takes a look. She sees Levette standing there uh, with the party behind her. Well, most most of the party behind her. <laughs> and uh, she is going to be so overjoyed to see you that she is going to like just basically immediately pick you up off the ground in a hug. Is pick her off off the ground? Is this an elf? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that is oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yes, that is I a, uh, I'm sorry. Okay, no, no, you're fine. Yeah, it's el- an elven woman of an indeterminate age. So I know we have a picture, but I would like Grim to describe for the podcast. Yeah, um, so she's fairly tall. Not quite as tall as Sol, but like probably like 5'10", 5'11". Mm-hmm. Um, she's got silky silver hair uh, that partially covers one of her eyes. And a long purple dress slash robe that hangs down by her feet and kind of trails behind her a little bit and a a necklace around her neck. Silver, huh? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I came up with this well before we fucking found out about (laughs) it. Wait, what now? Well, I mean, I knew about it for a long time. (laughs) Yeah, we played into that as a joke. (laughs) Well, at least for me, silver hair kind of means more commoners. Was that right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so that's what I was like, oh, come oh. common blood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very interested. She's not quite, I didn't have that knowledge with, with that <laughs> information. So that's not necessarily accurate. <laughs> so anyway, the, this elven woman <laughs> is going to like scoop up Levette and just like happily hug them and sort of like say, welcome home, my dear. So, Levette is hugging back, but she's also, like, hyperventilating and crying at the same time, and just, like, trying to process what the hell is going on right now. She's going to set you down and ask, was your journey good? <laughs> Mama, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what to say. The journey has been... It's been a lot. Um, these all... These are my companions, uh, my friends. Um, we are short one, but they may accompany us sooner. She politely nods to each of them. Vera doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, the upper like, crust. <laughs> and an elf. 
and an elf. Oh, that's right! <laughs> Tell me what Vera's thinking, please! Vera's like, how am I gonna deal with this? How am I gonna get by this fucking elf? Maybe I should just go to the temple, maybe. I don't need I need I don't need to stay at this house. Fucking rich ass piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Toy, toy, fucking elf. Dig your eared motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm so happy. I love your. And they would get along so well. Please. It's ironic. Who, who would? Would they actually, though? I think so. But we'll uh, the, find out. The elf and the and Vera? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, I'd like to uh, restate that as we walked up to the uh, house, I'm still dragging her around Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> so good. That, uh, and Karis has been very quiet. She has. But she also is, like, still kind of guy sick. Didn't no. think that harpy thing would happen. I was just like, I'm just hoping this will be a fast transaction so I can get my fucking cart and horses so we can actually be able to travel at a normal pace when we leave this place. Nah, they're, they're, ty- they're all tuckered out from flying all day. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't an episode Why? of Yes, Please. Thank you very much. Speaking of which, what's happening over in Birdtown? Oh no! Stop! <laughs> roll, roll a, a fortitude save. What? Why? <laughs> Maybe a will save, depending will? on what your goal is. So she introduces herself as Lilith Zanaris Bodwin, and she invites all of you inside the estate. Now, the estate house is pretty big. It's lavish. It's uh, built for medium-sized creatures, which is nice. So all of you guys can, you know, fit in there comfortably. Uh, make perception checks. Anyone who's going inside, please. Do I need to make a perception check? Yeah, go for it. Okay. 28. 28. This is not something I've right. Cool. 21. That is a 21 for me. Excellent. All right. So you guys go inside, and what you notice is that uh, while this place is large and impressive looking, you notice that it has not been kept up perfectly. Like, the upkeep is just a little bit lax in here. If you look really closely... Certain crevices and nooks and crannies haven't been cleaned thoroughly. There's dust behind things. It it just looks like it's semi-disheveled, but only semi-disheveled. It's almost as if it's been abandoned for a long time and only recently given like a once-over. I'm going to prop Marcus up on a chair or something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Karis is going to sit on the other side of the room from wherever Marcus is. (laughs) Smart girl. Uh, Anyway, so Lilith is going to launch into a series of questions asking Levette about, like, where they were, what their adventures were like, how they found themselves in this group of people, you know, if if she had found all the notes that were left. I probably don't answer very many questions because I'm mostly firing back with my own questions. Okay. But, like, where they went and what kind of things happened and... How they knew she was looking for them, and okay. what's yeah, what's gonna happen now? Sure. So I'm gonna uh, put the big map here. So <laughs> jokes on you. I still have it up. Nice. <laughs> Lilith explains that the grand tour where she took Desmond around, uh, she took him all over the place uh, across the continent to try to get him to sort of like to try to like jar him back into the world. She took him to almost every major city. Took him to the Wall of Kintal. Took him to the Deadlands, took him to see a meteor, took him over to Cidervale, like across the Red Plains. They went to Dereham for a little while, through Parthenay, down to the Elven Lands, even all the way down to the Iron Mountains with the dwarves. Eventually, they were swooping back up across the center of the continent, 
And the whole time, she realized probably within a few months of the beginning of the trip that the stated goal was probably not going to be successful. That while it was a nice thing, uh, she felt that it had very little effect on Desmond's overall mental acuity and mood. So eventually they they settled into the lake northwest of Hartenshin. That's where they constructed, like, that's where she, she contacted, uh, or eventually uh, Seamus yes, finally like, caught up there. And um, they constructed that cottage and Desmond stayed there because it was becoming apparent that he wasn't able to retain any information anymore. Yes, I, I saw him say, but they had left a series of notes across the, the continent for you in case you had oh, wow. discovered any of them. I see. Thank, thank you. You, Abizel, you, do you remember Moira? You only saw her a few times before you left. Your friend, of course. How could I forget? You know what happened to her? I'm not sure exactly. I haven't heard anything else. If you wanted, I'm sure you could go to her family's place and ask in about her. Uh, I'm not sure if I should do that. I, my friends and I are very tired. Um, oh, of, of uh, course. I'm sure it's been a long journey. Um, the guest quarters maybe need a little bit of cleaning, but they're they should be in good order. So she leads the group over to the guest rooms, and true to her prediction, they are a little bit disheveled. I'm gonna have Archie clean up. Have has they made note, or she made note of him at all? By the way, say what? Has my mother made note of Archibald at all? Uh, yeah, yeah. She hasn't brought him up, but. I mean, I assume he's he's there and she sees him. Okay. And she'll mention that, you know, you fought, you actually got it working, which was something that Desmond could never do. He said so. I'm not sure how. Uh, but yeah, I'll have Archie clean up the guest rooms and I'll like, even help him out with it. Clean things right. up as quick as possible. Cool. All right. So in short order, you have the area habitable. All right. I guess it's worth noting also that with... What responses I have been giving to my mother's questions, I have said very little, if anything, about soul. Like, I'm trying not to mention them mm. at all right now. Okay. I might have mentioned that they exist. Like, I mentioned that they were there was another person, and so if she's asked about it, then I'll give her the briefest description I can. Mm. And that's about it. So basically, the rooms get cleared up. You guys can uh, crash for the night with no problem, and that will take us on to November the 22nd morning. I will, of course, crash in my old room. All right. When weird week. When I wake up, I'm going to go to the uh, trading uh, post, or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. here, and I'm going to find Soul. Let's just say by the time you find them, they look very tired. <laughs> <laughs> but they also look like they're um, just sitting and watching the sky, and they look like they're contemplating something. Yeah. Yeah. Does male soul look like Link with a side shave? That's basically. Oh, uh, I have like. a picture. Of, oh, it's cool. not colored, but I can. I mean, they don't have a shirt on, but forgive nice. me. So, awesome. I didn't hear that very well. Sorry. I said, are they going to have a shirt at any point? Really? Who gives a shit? There it is. Uh, it is Link. So yes, <laughs> yes would have sufficed. Yeah. But it's still the hair and stuff. Does this yeah. look like Link? Slightly, but I mean, it's a style. You know? oh, okay. I mean, it look, they look awesome. They just that it looks a lot like Link. It looks it's like what good. I was imagining. So I'm glad because Link's right. Link's a 
more androgynous elf, mm. basically. Are you all right? <clears throat> like, Sol doesn't, like, look at you or anything and just kind of breathes in and is just like, I, um, I'm fine. I finished my transaction with the harpies, so we will have our cart and your horse, of course, with the others uh, when we get out of the steam aisles. So I wanted to make sure you got your horse back. Well, thank you. But are you all right? I've had a lot to think about the uh, past few days. I'm okay. I'm I'm still me. Uh, I've, I have been worried about you. I wanted to actually apologize uh, for hitting you a couple of days ago. I lost my temper and I'm sorry. It's all right. It's uh, expected. Uh, so is this uh, permanent or? Oh, no. Girl can take care of this whenever I see next. He'll be very confused why I've done this, though. <laughs> uh, how was your evening? Awkward. Had to stay at a uh, fancy house. You're welcome to join me. Brett Levette's parents' house. Mm, parents. Gross. <laughs> They're great, actually. Parents are great. Uh, Soul kind of, like, stands up from their crisscross applesauce, uh, sitting down. They kind of, like, dust off their pants from whatever grass or dirt's on them currently. And they look up and they're like, is, a uh, is the bare chest thing with just the vest, like, too much, you think? Uh, or... I kind of had to work with what I had. We, there are not a lot of clothes around here that are my size, you know? I mean, you could always just get something custom-made, I assume, but... I mean, doesn't... <laughs> I'll, I'll be back to my normal enough. It's no big deal. <laughs> but yeah, uh, lead, lead the way to the, uh, the house, I wouldn't mind. So I'll lead the way, and... I'll also ask, so are we picking up the cart, or...? Uh, I asked them to deposit it uh, near the other dock, right. so we, we'd have to take a boat to leave the island, right? Well, we'll see how Karis is with that. You think she can't handle a boat? We'll see. <laughs> okay. Well, and Sol kind of, like, touches your shoulder, and it's just like, you're a lot more shorter now, and it's weird. <laughs> Vera just tries to get away from the hand <laughs> shoulder. Soul's hands are a lot bigger now. <laughs> they right, so, hands. <laughs> I don't know. You see the hands. So we make our way to Lovett's parents' abode. Okay. Yep. Uh, you make your way to the Zanira's Baldwin estate, and the party is reunited there, and that is where we're going to call it a night. listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kenishra. Until next time!